The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and we got that draft thing about to come up and actually have some things to talk about. At least as it pertains to the draft and some other stuff. Hey, let's do this. It's a Tuesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Tuesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon. A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, send a message. Aaron likes it, he'll read it. Even if he doesn't like it, he gets to participate. Help him out. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show, you know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 975, and it is a Tuesday. Usually everybody's in a horrible mood. Don't be. You know what? Because we're going to have fun today. Are we, I'm in a terrific mood. This is kind of a fun week. I mean, we got the golf tournament tomorrow. Yeah. uh, Which will be fun. Can't wait to get out there and hit some golf balls and drink a little bit. And then, you know, do a show after that. Yeah. That'll be entertaining. Um, Thursday will be a short show because of the draft. And then we'll be doing the day game after the night game Friday morning. Which actually That'll worked. be a long show. Uh, make up for the short show. Yeah. Okay. Well, how long is that? Four hours. Ooh, four hours. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to be hungover for that. That's what John does every day. He's a trooper. Mm. Yeah. He's better than me. I can't do that. But um, kind of, I'm looking forward to that because that will give me all Friday to uh, finish up my derby stuff, which that's all this right. week. And uh, did some initial things on that today. Did a video for BetUSR, which I'll, I'll tweet out as soon as it's available. And. Uh, just got a bunch of work done today. Feeling really good about life. Good, man. I got a bunch of texts saying that Joel Blank was saying he's going to beat me up. So that's how I started my uh, my show. That's always fun. Mm. Joel denied this, but I don't know. I think I think Joel does think a lot about beating me up. So it made me think. I think it is a fantasy he has. It's entirely possible that, uh, I'm, I'm, that he would have said sure. something like uh, that. I'm pretty Wouldn't sure. would shock me one single bit. In, in, his, uh, in his fantasy, he beat your ass. In, in my fantasy, I just shoot you and dump you in the, you know, in the Gulf of Mexico. But you know, that's that's hot. That's more realistic. Yeah, <laughs> I think. No, um, I don't. I didn't hear any of it. I was, uh, uh, I was actually on the phone the whole. Usually, I listen to. I'll bounce between their show and I'll, I'll listen to Bubba. Hey, and, and Bubba! Find out what the hell they're talking I'll about. I'll whoop that AJ's ass. I'll tell you what, man. He ain't met no Baytown badass like this before, Bubba. In that damn dare squared circle, he does that thing in, or kickboxing is Josh used to call it match. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't get a chance to actually listen to anything today. But well, I'll I'm, be honest. I I don't know how you guys feel. I'm really tired of being bullied by Joel Blank. Pretty much my whole time. The whole time he's been here at this station, he's just been bullying me. It's really old. The textures are already on it. Does his fantasy involve a towel? Yeah. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah. Towels on or off in this battle? Uh, I'll, I'll fight either way. Towels on, towels off. Your okay. call. Okay. But it, it's got to be it's got to be consensual. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just pop the towel yeah. off. Not and say, sword Here we fighting. Go. No. Real no, hand-to-hand no. combat. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, talent. unless unless both parties agree, and then it's perfectly fine. I'll be like loose check in orange is the new black, and I'll get a boner every time I get scared. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> uh, else says, "Be afraid, AJ. Be afraid of the Jolinator." Well, is that is that what he is, the Jolinator? That's his wrestling name. Oh, okay, okay. Thank God I'm the peaceful one here. I, all I want is peace, peace and love, peace and love. Yeah, I'm I'm like John Lennon, you know. I mean, I, I or or Will Ferrell in Semi Pro. Everybody love everybody. That's all I want. I want us all to be happy. Just enjoy life. Um, can I give the people a PSA? Yes. And and feel free to tell me. Yes. If I ever say I'm going to watch a science fiction movie about Mars again, I want you to punch me in the face. I, I, listen, I, I'm on record as saying science fiction movies are stupid. Well, in. Well, there's this one called Stowaway that was on Netflix, <clears throat> and I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you guys, even if you love sci-fi, do not waste one second of your time on this movie unless you just like you, you, you like to keep track of all the cliches and tropes that they did in the movie. It was like, <laughs> okay, I don't know who it is at Netflix. It's like the third Mars trip thing that they've done. Somebody at Netflix, all you have to do is walk in and say, "Hey, I have this." Uh, pitch i want to do about taking a trip to mars i'm in and then every one of it every one of them okay so a woman will be in charge and she'll be really angsty about having to make these hard decisions because oh men can't be angsty about making hard decisions uh there'll be a spacewalk where somebody because the ship is designed like something a five-year-old put together you've got to do a spacewalk to the other side of the ship to save the crew uh and you know it's just going to be really awful it's going to be we're going to focus on the characters and yeah trip to mars and it was like, I was just checking off tropes. And it's, okay, first off, since The Martian, you know, let's not do any Mars movies, because nothing you do works. And, and I don't know that one. What's the one that got canceled, Aaron, that only Hillary Swank was in it? Exact same thing, and it was like eight episodes, and it was terrible. At least this was only one movie. And I mean, I, I, it's like, I got to give it a chance. Away? It, away, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And I don't know if that was Netflix or somebody else, but it was bad. I think yeah, it was, it was Netflix. Okay. And they had another one. That, a way out of this movie is yeah. what I'm looking for. And uh, somebody, I'm going to give this. Uh, you like that? <laughs> yeah, baby. But, and, and like Mega Bless says, 95% of sci-fi movies and shows suck. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem because they're not doing good sci-fi anymore. The best sci-fi is, is superhero movies. The Guardians of the Galaxy. As I was saying, like Martian was pretty good, but then you go back, there's all those stupid things like Ad Astra and Interstellar that are just horrible. I'm trying to think. Terminator might have been the last one before all that. Maybe. And you can't count the Star Wars redoing stuff because uh, and, uh, they're not very good either. But I, I'm, I'm Netflix, I'm going to do you a favor, okay? If you really insist on... I'm going to do you a favor right here, yep, Bubba. Bubba. If you really insist on when somebody walks in and says, I want to pitch you on a movie where humans go to Mars, I- I'm going to give you a plot for free. You guys can do this. And it'll be better than any of the crap you've done. So the first group of humans gets to Mars, right? It's like Elon Musk's group. And they get there, and there's a whole bunch of women in the crew, and they start disappearing. And they don't know what's going on. Ooh. Yeah. Well, turns out one guy starts investigating. He finds out that there have been humans on Mars with this Martian race for centuries. All right. Like, from the first time Earth collapsed. So Elon Musk isn't first. No, no. And those guys have been there forever. And um, underground, of course. And now the problem is they've learned how to... Are they doing to... sex to these women? Well, that's what we're getting to. Oh, okay. Because this is where it gets it interesting. too predictable. Eh, not quite. <laughs> not quite, because it's a little different. 
because they they've learned how to live for hundreds of years. The problem is women get sterile after like a hundred, right? So they're kidnapping these women. So they is that how long it. it takes women to get sterile in this in this environment? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah you got to do the suspension of disbelief thing, uh, but because you know they they've got all these technological advances, and so they kidnap these women. The guy figures it out, and he decides he's going to try to break in and save them and escape in their ship, which takes like years to get back to Earth. And he does. He gets a couple of them. They get to the ship, and then before they can get very far, one of those things that every picture you've ever seen of a UFO, like the saucer thing, Mm -hmm. is chasing them okay, and captures them with a tractor beam and brings them back, and they're trapped there forever. And, you know, it's... The movie sucks. No, no, the, the best part is... Aaron, does that movie sound Wait, I'm like not done. terrible to you? No, it's, it, I want to hear. I feel ending. like you've already lost me, though. I wouldn't no. sit through that. Why not? There's sex. There's aliens. There's and it ties into Earth beautifully because basically what they've been doing is coming here and kidnapping women for centuries. And when you walk in, there's like it's like the Matrix with all those bodies. It's like all these women in these incubators. And how they get here unnoticed? They don't. Do you not read the news? Oh, even the Navy admits to a UFO. They've been out there, man. All right. We are not alone. We have never been alone. Well, I want to go on record that that movie sounds terrible. But if you uh, like, you it, don't, you, you don't like, it. you don't like sci-fi. I hate sci-fi. But hey, and you just talked about how there, there's no good sci-fi. Yeah. So let's you. just leave it at that. No, it's true. No. There's none. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help them. They can go do whatever they want with it. I want one more. Uh, the bad guys win. See, that's that's another thing that's missing from the movies. Instead of these stupid tropes, I want the bad guys to win one. And I don't think they're the bad guys necessarily. They've just been around longer. They're smarter. They should win. Independence Day was pretty good. I'll yeah. get, somebody said Avatar. Ugh. Avatar sucks. Ugh. And no, Interstellar was not pretty good. Five one five. Sorry, that was a horrible movie. Interstellar was garbage. Yeah, and that's uh, from a guy who doesn't watch movies. That was garbage. And your wife is in. She works for NASA. Yeah. So I'm just saying, let's have. A- She's been out in space. She knows what it's really like. <laughs> yeah, it's not some floating bookshelf. Yeah idiots i just want to you know i just i just want to see if you're going to go to mars give me something different like the martian i said the martian was good i thought that was an interesting take on the whole thing why are you bothering with anything else so anyway and then you know really the aliens the next time aliens invade earth we're gonna lose right that's why independence day was unrealistic let's be honest yeah we don't win that battle no no, we don't have the technology or the firepower, no. but it made you feel good at the end because, oh, we all came together as a society in one. And OK, I like the movie, but I'm more realistic. It really should have been about what was left of Earth hiding out, trying to avoid those damn things, destroying them. All right. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 975-925. This is the Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you guys about Stars Poker Club. That's right. There's a new poker house in town, and it is called Stars Poker Club. You can find it up on the north side. Uh, Veterans Memorial, just north of the Beltway. And, guys, it's an incredible atmosphere. It's like playing with your buddies around the table. There's free food. There's free drinks, just like at your buddy's house. And most importantly... There's no door fees because your buddy never charges you a door fee. And if he does, is he really your friend? Let's face it. Uh, The GM, Bobby, and his staff, they're knowledgeable. They're passionate about poker. They know what's going on. And if you tell Bobby that AJ sent you by, you're going to get free $25 
on your first $100 buy-in. How about that? They've got no limit Hold'em games running right now. They've got Omaha games running right now. Uh, and it's just a, it's a great time, man. It's a great new poker place. Go in, check it out. Have yourself a good time. Win some money. Uh, guys, give them a call, 281-272-6209, or you can check them out online, starspokerclubs.com. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. District 9 got a lot of uh, run with critics, but I, I thought it was bad. And uh, this, this is the snobbiest text we'll ever get on the show. There are two types of people in this world. Those who loved Interstellar and those who weren't smart enough to get it. <laughs> Durr. I'm sorry, I'm hey, Cal man, McNair. That. Oh, that that's what that's what people who like crappy movies try to say to make themselves look better than you. Uh I'm sure you're way smarter than me, brother. I'm sure of it. One hundred percent. Because I'm not smart enough to get a really awful movie. Oh, yeah, that's one of those people. That's those people who listens to classical music. Is oh, you're just not smart enough to to like classical music. No, I like rock and roll because I enjoy it. I like. I mean, to be fair, people say that to me about uh, Rush. Oh, you don't like Rush because you just don't appreciate good music. But no, it's not, I don't question your intelligence over it. No, that's I, true. It, it's. I mean, and, I get my. Uh, I get my intelligence question about everything else. Yeah, but, but I mean, come on. Just just because you you like a stupid movie does not make you smarter than us. I'm sorry. If you want to, I mean, yeah. If you've got a PhD in, uh, um, you know, I don't know, physics. Yeah, you're smarter than me. You win. That's okay. It's like uh, the guy who tells a joke and it bombs. He goes, "Well, you don't have a sense of humor." No, I have the sense of humor. When you provide me with humor, I shall sense it. But right now, I'm sensing you're nothing. Falling flat. Yeah, yeah. I'm sensing no, very that's, that's, little humor no, right that, now. That's those people who well. Yeah, like there's a there's a piece of art. Like we'll go we'll go to an art show. And there's a piece of art, and it's just a white canvas. Oh, you just don't get it. It's like no, no. Pretty sure somebody's trying to sell a piece of white canvas for a thousand bucks, but I don't get it. No, no, it's a blank slate. It can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, okay. You go right ahead. Great, right. great use of negative space there. Woo. Honestly, a good price for that if you find it. <laughs> you know what? I think I can go home and make that one myself. <laughs> And then I'll sign, I'll sign some dead famous artist name to it and sell it for 10 times the price. Oh, that's probably illegal. I think that is crime. <laughs> Although that could be the art. Like if you signed it, Andy Warhol. Oh, Cold Take Jim, it's not my fault you're not cultured enough to love jazz music. See, I, that's another one that people give me grief over that all the time. And I played in jazz band. I, I, I played jazz at one time. Can you do jazz hands? Uh, I don't think I can. But I just don't enjoy it. And it doesn't mean, okay, I guess I'm a dumb. And you guys are talking about Rush. I loved Rush up to a point. Um, I loved Rush until they started playing music. Well, but I mean, like <laughs> old school uh, first couple albums, Rush, Working Man, stuff like that. It was just nice, hardcore rock. And then they kind of got into the weird stuff, which I enjoyed for a while. And I think probably once they started doing Tom Sawyer and that kind of crap, that's, that's where I sort of, they sort of lost me. And Curtis says they were good until Big Money came out. I'll go back one. I think it was the whole today's Tom Sawyer, Mean Mean Pride. That's kind of, eh, eh. 
subdivisions. That you mean when they, when they started making hits? Yeah, but you know what? When they sold you, out to you, the man. That's not selling out. I mean, good for them. <laughs> for sure sold out to the man. So what was the plot to Interstellar? I don't remember. That's because we're not smart enough to understand it. That's okay. Oh. Here I am just wandering around being an adult you know what? who See, doesn't understand hey, 713's got a great movie idea. When's the next War of the Worlds movie? But they happen to invade during the pandemic and all die from the Rona. I, I like that. See, let's... Uh, is Godzilla versus Kong a... Uh, is that considered a sci-fi movie? Mm, yeah, I guess it kind of is. All right. So that's the best sci-fi movie of the year so far. Uh, Yeah. So far. <laughs> Ooh. Um, what the hell is this thing that Dustin just sent us, sent us with Chester Pitts and Cal McNair? I actually did some draft research today that hopefully you'll appreciate. I probably won't, but I'll pretend for you. If that uh, well, you know what? You feel good. The, uh, the Texans are your team, not mine. I'm not. I, not, I, I disavowed the Texans way before. Nah, you. Nah, nah, you, you didn't divorce them though. I did. You I never married them. Married. Nah, I was nah, never nah, in you, with You guys them. still live together. No, we yeah. never even dated. I hate to break it to you. They're your team. <laughs> no. You and Aaron have to claim them now because I'm out. You can't put them on me. You, like, that, you, no, you just, ha- you just you, you hate them. That's you like okay. try to get rid of a girl and make your buddy date her. Well, like, yeah, no, you should. I don't want that. You should. If she's not good enough for you, she's not near good enough for me. She's all yours. <laughs> and Aaron's. You guys, yeah, Aaron, you get to, you got to represent them too. I, I, I don't want your sloppy Texan yeah, seconds. Hell I do. I am all about my... Uh, Beloved Jaguars, your your sec, your new team sucks too. I know. See, isn't that better than taking like, oh, I'm going to become a Chiefs fan? No, it's fine. That's because that's dumb. All you're doing is trading one miserable situation for another one. Yeah, but at least it'll be a new miserable situation. You know, at least at least I chose it. I, I'm walking into I mean, it with my eyes wide open. Nah, well, I I chose them until Cal McNair took over, and now I choose them not. And, they, and Jack Easterby, you know what? I'll, I'll, I, I kind of like the fact that the Chad Khan decided, "Hey, I'm going to bring in Urban Meyer. Let's try to let's try to win big. We're going to get Beat Guy as our quarterback. Let's try to win and big." And then, did you like his first hire? Uh, I do. I did like the hires actually. Okay. I thought I, I think he's put a good staff around. Even him. the one he had to get rid of. Yeah. Well, that happens. Uh, but you know what? He got rid of him. Well, after he got under enough pressure. Yeah. Guess what? Who who did they not get rid of here? Even though there was a ton of pressure, they still not getting gotten rid of here. Hazel Easterby, yeah. So I'm I'm like uh, I'm I'm ready to rock and roll this. But anyway, I, I you know I none of us pretend to be Lance Erline who watches tape on every single human being, including five year olds, and can tell you who's going to get drafted where. But I did follow the a, the American Conference a lot last year, and guess where a lot of their good players, the range they're probably going to go. Where your yours and Aaron's Texans pick, okay, third, fourth, fifth. So I have some names I want to throw out, and you tell me if you'd be happy. We'll, we'll do a little bit later in the show, but if uh, if you'd be happy with those guys, you know how he, this is how he, this is how you know he hasn't really given up on the Texans. He's looking up who they could potentially draft. No, he's still in love with them. No, no, no. Like it's not he's bad. like, oh, I broke up with her, but then he's like scrolling through her Facebook pictures. Like you now she's blocked, so he created a secondary account to scroll right. through her Facebook pictures. Now, I told you we still got to cover them. I still got to talk about them. I got to talk about who she's dating on Facebook. You know, I, I mean, that's that's part of the job. And talk about I, how much you miss her. I, I, all I did was say, you know what? I'm not wearing your damn gear anymore. 
and I'm not investing any emotion into your stupid team until either Cal moves on and turns it over to Hannah, and then I'd be in, or Easterby's gone. So, I don't think that's happening. Hmm. So I was told I was stupid because I didn't like or understand the movie with Sandra Bullock where she wore the blindfold or they would die. Still don't understand the meaning of the movie. Don't feel bad. It was just a bad movie. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's okay. Was and, it called Bird Box? Yeah. 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 The movie stunk. Hmm. But anyway. Just listen to us. If we tell you it's good, it's probably good. If only one of us tells you it's good, it depends on which one of, it, of us it was. If I tell you it's good, if Fred tells you and I say it's bad, Eh, you know what to believe. You, you you swing and miss a few times too, pal. Just But anyway, getting back to the point, okay. is I, I'm going to throw those names out and see what you think for your Texans. And if you don't want them, then uh, you know, there'll be a couple guys that'd be happy if, if my beloved Jaguars took them. All right. And Do you even have any Jags gear yet? No, I don't. You can't start claiming them until you walk in here wearing a yeah, hoodie or I'll, something. I'll, well, I can't wear a hoodie now. It's summer. Well, I, I put on my. You real, you're wearing long sleeves today. Yeah, but these these are like light long sleeves. This well, isn't a get real. Get a light long sleeve shirt. I, no, I'm not gonna. I'm get a I'll, gear up if you're for real. I will. I will gear up. You sound like a phony fan right now. To be honest, well, I mean, I, I just made this decision last week. It's kind of hard to go out and get a bunch of gear today. Is it though? I mean, I, I can get it delivered. Well, that's how you would do it anyway. That's the only way to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm going to You're some going store to the Jags here. Team store. Yeah, there's not a Jags team store here. So, if you were a real fan, you'd make the drive. To be honest, to Jacksonville. Yeah, take no. your RV. No, no, not going to Jacksonville. Oh, you know what? Maybe I will go to a Jacksonville game this year. I know I won't have any problem getting tickets. That's true. Maybe I'll take the RV. I enjoyed the the time I went there for a game because, uh, you know what? I'll do. I won't go see the Jaguars and Texans. I'm not doing that. I'll wait until the Jaguars play somebody interesting. Okay. That doesn't have Jack Easterby. And a towel sometimes wearing and not wearing a quarterback. So, <laughs> hip hop nails it. Fred would probably double the sale of Jags gear for the year. Yep. 100%. Uh, and yeah, that's the whole point, Ian. Jags play the Bills at home this, this year. Well, that'd be cool. Your team versus my team. Yeah, I'd actually like to go to Buffalo for a game, but would you? But uh, not in December. I would wanna... you jump through the tables? Uh, you know what? I probably would. Yeah, that'd be so funny. All righty, we're gonna take a quick break. What's the name of Jacksonville Stadium? It's uh, I don't. It's something with the. I know they sold the rights. What a super fan, right? Eh. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm new to this. Okay. <laughs> I, and it's one of those, I, like, I'll, two minutes from now, I'll remember it's it. T-I-A-A Bank State, Is Bank it? Field, yeah. It's like well, a terrible name. It was something else before that, though, because when I was there a couple years ago, it wasn't T-I-A-A. Well, which, which, by the way, thanks to T-I-A-A, I get like $19 a month when I retire from my teaching years. Well, there you go. How about that? All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. So I looked him up, I said, I'm in town. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back. Day 32 says, if Texans fire Jesus and trade Deshaun, Fred can text them you up at 2 a.m. Yeah, 
Yeah. We'll look you up. Oh, man. Let's uh, squeeze on a call. TJ, you're on the Blitz. Go, sir. Hey, what's going on, guys? Sports. Hey, I'm not a professional drinker, but I know you guys uh, keep up with it. Is uh, Conor McGregor whiskey worth $600 million? I never heard any. I never seen a commercial for it, so I don't know if it's just overseas or it's not in the U.S. I just hang up and get you guys' take on it. I don't know if you partake in it. I know you do your happy hour Friday. I just hang up and listen. Uh, I, I mean, I've tasted it. It tastes like Irish whiskey which I'm not necessarily a fan of in the first place, but mm. it, it's fine. I don't know if it's worth 600 million. I'm guessing he's built up a pretty good market share. I mean, that's a, a Irish whiskey was basically Jameson forever and ever, and apparently this is like a little bit cheaper version of Jameson that tastes about like Jameson. So Yeah, it's um, well, it's, it's about the marketing and international marketing more yeah. so than here. So yeah, hard to say if it's worth it. I don't know what's what's worth it. I, I mean, it's worth whatever somebody's willing to pay. Exactly. And if if they think it's you know the, there's a profit to be made by paying three hundred million dollars, okay. Um, so you always make fun of me for asking for high prices, but people will pay them. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six and. I think you're really bothered by this Joel thing. I, I think we may, we do need to set this up. I'm over it. Yeah. Okay, what's the Chester Pitts thing? So the Chester Pitts uh, news of the day, he had a ceremonial retirement as a Texan. Oh. Well, that's Ooh. thrilling. Let's begin the parade now. So is he going to go in the ringworm of honor? Hmm? <laughs> okay. Uh, Original Texan Chester Pitts. I remember. I remember we interviewed him once. He was in the studio for like an hour. I don't know if this was before you or I think no, you, I was here. I think you were here, and we were talking about you know guys. I want guys who love football, and he's like, "Oh, well, you can't play if you don't love football." He struck me as a guy who didn't really love football. That, that's what they say. Everybody who plays loves football. That's not true. I respectfully disagree with him on that. But hey, Cal Cal needs all the uh, allies he can get right now. How many years did he play after he left Houston? One. Oh, it couldn't have been much. I think so because he left Tex. He left the Texans in 2010. I think and went to the Seahawks, right? Yeah. So if he was with the, it, that means if he was with the Texans until 2010, and then he went to the Seahawks for how how many years? One or two years? He didn't even play because he couldn't recover correctly from it. He had uh, hand surgery in the off season. He never played. Yeah, he, no, uh, he did play. I, I don't believe that. I think he did play. Uh, but that means he would have made the playoffs in Seattle. So yeah, he was like pre-playoffs here, right? Yeah, he should retire with the Seahawks, the, t- the team that got him to the playoffs. <laughs> I, be- I think he was on one of those playoff teams. I don't, I don't know. It, it's the been- Texans were never in the playoffs before. Yeah, he played in yeah. seven games. He started five of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He didn't play in the opener. That's what the hands. How many? Part was. How many of these guys have left the Texans and done well? Um, I, I think you say Brandon Brooks. I mean Chester Pitts now has a good uh, television career, right? No, we're talking about on, on the field. Oh, because even Cause Seth Payne, good radio mm-hmm. career going. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about we're that? About, now we're talking about how about that? Brand, Brandon Brooks got better when he left. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's a whole hell of a lot of them. Um, yeah, Honey Badger, but he was a one-year guy. The lineman. Oh, Martinez Rankins. 
No, there was a there was a bigger guy. I think he was playing. Uh, I think he was t- uh, a guard around that same time. Dwayne Brown and Derek Newton were there, and they wouldn't re up him, so he went to the Chiefs. Hmm. Ben Jones. No, ben he Jones went to the Titans. Yeah. yeah, he's about the same player though. Uh, explain how some people who play football don't love it entirely. Dude, are you kidding me? I mean, Ricky Williams came on my show and literally said he doesn't love football that much. There's a lot of guys who they love the paycheck. They don't love the game. He said it's the best way for me to make a lot of money. There's a reason that. But he said football was about the eighth most important thing to Ricky Williams. Yeah. Now, he's not not the only one. No, he's not. Now. If if football is the eighth most important thing to you, you have to have you have to be so naturally blessed, which he was, which he was to make it. And if you if you're not, you know, blessed by God to be a natural freak athlete, I mean, chances are good that if if you don't bust your ass every single day, you're not going to make it. No, I mean it, it's especially at the NFL level. In college, you can get by because you're more talented than everybody else. Well, we see this all the time. You, you see first-round draft picks. Hey, what, what about the guy from the Titans who got traded to the Dolphins? You think he cared about football at all? Guess what? He's out of football. And there are guys who will stick it out that don't really care. And you know what? I've interviewed guys who flat out told me, it's like, hey, it's a paycheck, man. I'm going to play hard, but as soon as I have enough money, I'm out of this. A lot of people said Connor Bar- Barwin made all pro with the Eagles. Yeah, Connor Barwin got better. Uh, Eric Winston was who I was thinking of. Ah, okay. I don't think he got better, though. Mm. Kareem Jackson got better after he left the Texans. I don't know. He was pretty good here, and he was pretty good there. So I'm pretty sure Bo Jackson liked baseball more than football. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think Bo Jackson was so talented at football, though. It, it, there's a lot of guys like that, man. It, it's just uh, it, it's a lot more common than you think. And that's why some guys are just so much better than others. You know what? Pretty sure Tom Brady loves football. Pretty sure at this stage. You don't keep playing to 43. But 713-780-ESPN. Yes, I mentioned Honey Badger. I don't think he counts because he's only here for a year, and he was pretty good before he got oh, here. My buddy Randy says Glover Quinn. Yeah, I, I mean, he. I guess he made a Pro Bowl there. Yeah, Jason Babin. I don't know that he ever really lived up. I mean, he's okay. He, always kind he, of had, he did have he did have one good year that I recall. Uh, Jacoby Jones. I don't know that he got better. He just he just he got to the playoffs yeah. and did something. Uh, AJ Boone, fat fat kicker, uh, fat kicker definitely did. Uh, the rice kicker that the Texans cut to keep fat kicker who went to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Chris Boswell. Yeah. So he said AJ Bouye got better. I don't know that he did. No, AJ Bouye got he, he got, got good here. Yeah. And then the Texans didn't want to pay him because he was good, and then he was about that good there for a little while, and then yeah, he got now worse. He's, now he's not. So, well, to be fair, I mean AJ Bouye would be the best player in the Texans secondary tomorrow if he just walked probably. back through the door. So probably. <laughs> oh man. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Let's try Glenn. What's up, Glenn? Hey, what's going on? Sports is going on, Glenn. <laughs> hey, I, I have a question. I, I'm from Houston. I love my town, but I literally just moved to Atlanta this week for work. Um, I met my neighbor for the first time today. I was wearing my Texan T-shirt, and he kind of called me off guard with a question. He said, big Texan fan? I said, yeah, of course. 
And it's like, uh, so what what jersey do you wear now? Like, uh, you wear throwback jerseys or like, what's the current pair of jersey you wear? I'm like, I kind of paused. Then I was like, Zach uh, Cunningham or like Justin Justin Reed, Eric Reed. I don't, I don't, I didn't know what to say. You know what you should have told him? I'm a grown ass man. I don't wear jerseys. You weirdo. <laughs> that would have shut him right up. That would have punked him out right I, there. I, I think you need to wear either a... Yep. What are you, Falcons fans wearing gr- jerseys? You're a grown man, bro. Stop it. That's what you should have told him. <laughs> Easterby jersey or McNair, C. McNair jersey? Uh, hello, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, hello. <laughs> Philip Lindsay? Mark, Mark Ingram. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you heard of him. Won a Heisman Trophy. Hello. Got any Falcons who won a Heisman Trophy? Didn't think so. Oh, boy. Yeah, just get an Easterby jersey. That Julio guy never won a Heisman Trophy. Seven one three seven eight zero. Don't let them punk you out, man. Yeah, Don't it, let those guys in Atlanta uh, punk you out. The HTX Ranger says a Toro costume. That's, that's who you need to be. I think you should have a Toro number seven or an Easterby number one or a C. McNair number zero. Well, uh, that's what uh, I What was that do. guy's name? Glenn. Glenn, I want to give Glenn some advice. You just moved. Take this as the opportunity to get away from the Texans. Stop being a Texans fan. If you move away, there's, I mean, no one's got to know about it. No one, no one has to know you were a Texan. You can just be done with them. Now's the perfect time to make a clean break. Yeah, although adopting the Falcons, I mean, the Falcons have pretty much been the same franchise as the Texans. True. Uh, they're going to break well, the, your heart too. The Falcons went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and now go look at everything else they've done. They've been they've been the they same team. They went to a the Super Bowl half of the Super Bowl, and they lost. The Texans haven't even been to a conference championship in their history. Yeah, we're talking about one outlier where they they. By the way, Kyle Shanahan got them there. He's not there anymore. No, uh, but you go look at every other year. They're the same damn team. They they have been the same damn team. There's a reason they're picking fifth this year. Fourth, excuse me. And they have a quarterback. Yeah, I'm still going to go with the Falcons have been the Falcons have been to two Super Bowls in my life. That's different than the Texans. Okay, I'm not counting the first Super Bowl because the Texans didn't exist then. Okay, wow. so that's that's like counting the Cowboys Super Bowls now. You can't do it. It's, right. it's outside of it's outside of the limit. But yeah, they made it. And don't give me the, they were up 28-3. Guess who no, else? I don't care about that. Guess who they, else was I mean, up on the Chiefs? We're going to do that. <laughs> in a, uh, in a, a what, a divisional game? Yeah, I, I guess the team that won the Super Bowl just uh, like. I guess just the t- like, after they won a game that they shouldn't have even won, the NFL's yeah. come out and said they made a mistake. Guess what? Still counts. <laughs> you know what? The damn Rams made it to a Super Bowl. They shouldn't have won that game either. They shouldn't have. So you can't put all that on the Texans. No, the, 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 the reality is the Falcons have been pretty much the same disappointment the Texans have. Yeah, yeah, and the the one year aside, because you've got what's supposed to be a franchise quarterback, and he had an MVP season that year. But they've gone through coaches. They've made all kinds of mistakes since then. They made all kinds of mistakes before then. Eh. But he's right. At least they have players who you recognize. Yeah, and of course they're about to trade their receiver too. Good, trade him. Get get some value out of him. <laughs> Guess what? Their second best receiver would be the best player on the Texans if he showed up tomorrow. I'm not comparing him to now's Texans. I'm just saying over the last few years, they've been the same franchise. They've been disappointing. 
Yeah, and here you're claiming the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah, because they've been so great the last several years. Because I'm not a front-running turd <laughs> who's going to go latch on to some good team. Well, this guy would be latching on to the Falcons. Yeah. Why are you giving him hell? Because it, that's you're saying it's thing. okay to, to latch yeah, on to a turd. Yes, he should latch on to the Jaguars with me. No, because it's wants not to latch onto his own turd. Well, okay, fine. You do that. I also guarantee the Falcons will get more than a David Johnson, and you know, no, no, they'll get that. They'll get Julio David Johnson Jones. in a second round pick. Yeah. Well, according to, I, I hate mentioning this guy's name because he's such a has been, but he he writes a Monday quarterback thing with a really terrible acronym for pro football talk okay um he says they'll get a second round pick for him okay will they also take on a really awful contract uh, that I, I don't know that i don't know he actually made a you point. know what they should do they should trade for they should trade for a second round pick and like alshon jeffrey that'd be <laughs> <laughs> now you need i don't know if he has they should trade him to the uh the patriots for nelson aguilar Take on that horrible no, contract. No. How about this one? How about they trade him for a second round pick and Taysom Hill Ooh. and pay Taysom Hill like twelve million dollars a year or whatever he costs. Uh, speaking that wa- <laughs> of, of that washed up has been, he did make one good point. That well, it was a point that I, I don't know if I agree with, but you might. Um, which we can do when we come back because I think we're late for a break. But he uh, he makes a case for why Mike Tomlin. Way under-respected as a head coach. Well, if it has anything to do with his ability to uh, to manage a game clock, I would say that he's not underrated. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna give you some numbers. Okay. Because I'm not a numbers guy, but... Well, neither is Mike Tomlin. What, what's those numbers up there on the on the big scoreboard with, like, the two dots in between them? What does, does that get, mean? Why is it counting down? Yeah, is why, it supposed why, to do that? Why does the numbers keep getting smaller? I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe we should call a timeout, Coach. We haven't. We just made our, our first snap. Uh, well, we just got to make this thing stop counting. All right, quick break. <laughs> it is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, Now who can riddle me this? Why is it that we play the game of those who hold all the chips when they? You are listening to the Blitz, the Blitz. 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 on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. So he says, Falcons don't make stupid front office decisions. That's the difference, honestly. Really? How's that defense look? Uh, no, they fired their GM, too. Here's here's why I'm really, why I, I, I don't even consider this group of Texans to be what they were. They had every chance to clean house here. They had every chance to hit the reset button and make everything right and make up for all this crap of giving Bill O'Brien the power and letting him destroy the franchise. And what did they do? They go get another Patriot guy. They let Jackie's two Patriot guys. There's two Patriot guys instead of one now. And meanwhile, old Cal McNair is sitting there going, oh, we want to be Patriots. <laughs> Like water boy. Look at me, I'm the water boy. <laughs> I got a wooden spoon. Oh man. So yeah, for whatever they do now, I don't care. They suck. I mean, just they're they're just horrible, and this is this is the direction they're gonna go. Great. 
good for them. But I will do I will do that next segment with the the players. But I want to do this. I want to give you these Tomlin numbers. All right, give them to me, baby. Um, you know, of course, they started off eleven and zero last year. Oh yes, and but, I told you all along they're the truth. They're the best team in the league. <laughs> well, here's, here's is what the I kept saying. The the basically over they've had three coaches. Over the last, I mean, 40 years, something like that. Like yeah. In my lifetime, I think I've had three coaches. Uh, 38 and uh, 50 years. Jeez. So here's, in, in my lifetime, they've had three coaches. But here's, yeah, here's how he stacks up. In yours, they've had like eight. Nope. Oh, God, four. I don't know how many they had. I don't, I th- wasn't Chuck Noll with them when they started? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the only three guys they've had. I could be wrong about that. Steeler, Steeler Steel Curtain can correct me on that. Okay, so here's, here's your records. No, Bill Austin coached from 1966 to 68. Okay. Were you alive in 1968? I was alive in 66, actually. Oh, you've seen all their coaches. I was a whopping two years old. Okay, so here's how he compares to Chuck Knoll and Bill Cowher. Uh, Knoll, 23 years, coached 342 regular season games, 566 winning percentage, 4-0 in Super Bowls. Okay. Uh, He had... 209 career wins, including playoffs, and averaged 9.1 wins per year. Bill Cower, 15 years, won more than Tomlin. Uh, 623 winning percentage, 1-1 one one in Super Bowls, average of 10.7 wins per year. Mike Tomlin, 14 years, highest win percentage of the three with 650. Same Super Bowl record as Bill Cower. 10.9 average wins, highest of the three. Guarantee, and I, I, I don't, I, well, you know what? I will, I'll, I'll make it an A.J. Hoffman guarantee lower playoff winning percentage than both those guys. Yeah, well, he doesn't use those stats because that doesn't back that up That doesn't his back argument. it up. But, yeah, yeah. I would, but I would, it, I, he, he did look note, that up, Aaron. He I did will, note in those first nine it. seasons, they only played 14 games. Okay. Which is why he averaged 9.1. But uh, basically in... Uh, Bill Belichick in 25 years has had five losing seasons. In 14 years, Mike Tomlin's had zero. Okay. Um, and it, now, it, mind you, and here's the other thing about the the Bill Cower and Chuck Knoll comparisons. Like Bill Cower was coaching in the the early 90s, like when, and Chuck Knoll was coaching in the in the late 80s. Like this is when the Bengals were going to Super Bowls and the Browns were com- a competitive franchise. Like yeah, the entire Mike but, Tomlin era, two of the teams in their division have been a complete and utter laughing stock. Yeah, but I would also counter that. It just in defense of this, most of Cowher's career was with no salary cap. That's true. And same with Chuck Knowles, all of that was with no salary cap. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like Tomlin's putting the team together. No, but you still can't keep all your players. That's that's yeah. You know, that's why it, it's you can't. You, it's completely unfair to compare the Cowboys and 49ers teams to teams now, because they were able to keep as many guys as they wanted. Hell, the Cowboys went out and added Deion Sanders and Charles Haley to what was already Super Bowl caliber teams. Yeah, so they they were able to do that. You, know, you can't do that kind of stuff anymore. And, and if you do, you're setting putting yourself in a really bad situation. So, Lamont calling used to be a Patriot guy's like calling Brian Gain a Texans guy. Used to be was in New England for a flash. I don't give a rat's ass, Lamont. He's a he's a New England guy, and I hate him. And I hate his little buddy Nick. And because they they have both those guys, they're dead to me. Bye. See Bye. ya. Shout out to the fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chuck Noll had was sixteen and eight in the playoffs. Bill Cower was twelve and nine. 
that is 0.667 for Null and 0.571 for Cower. And Mike Tomlin is 8-8. Eight and eight. Ooh, let me guess. That is 0. 0.500. No, no, that carry the one. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's just yeah. 0. 0.50. Well, I thought we had to go all three numbers. Well, yeah, because you went with point six six seven. Yeah, I know. If you're gonna, go, you're setting the standard here, man. Yeah. Uh, Adam, listening in Wyoming, longtime listener here from Houston. Hey, Shout Adam. out to Wyoming. Shout out to the fish. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I bet you there's some That's red. Funny right I, be, there. I bet you there's some blue fish in Wyoming. You know, there was a time in my life when we, when uh, my dad's job had to, we had to move to New Mexico, uh, which was a sad time in my life. Um, but my dad gave me the choice because he had two options on where we could move our family to. And it was New Mexico or Wyoming. And I chose New Mexico. Mm. I don't know if it was a good choice or a bad choice, but it was, well, if you watch Longmire, then it was a good choice because you'd have been dead. Well, if I lived in Ascaropa County, that's the one County where all the crime (laughs) in, uh, in, in Wyoming happens. But no, I think, uh, I don't know. I like, uh, I've only been to Wyoming, I think, twice. And I didn't get to spend a lot of time there, but it's beautiful. But that doesn't mean, and, and help, there's, there's some pretty Santa parts Fe, of New Mexico. Santa Fe, Taos, there's some nice places there. And I lived 40 minutes from Durango, Colorado. I mean, it was, there yeah. was some nice things going on, but I mean, it still was New Mexico. Now, Reno checking in, moved from Beaumont a while ago, but still stream most days. You know what? This is an unpopular opinion. I kind of prefer Reno to Vegas. I've never been to Reno. It's just, it's, it's, you, you take all the shows and the glitz out and it's just gambling and degeneracy and that's Reno. So it's kind of like, uh, downtown old Vegas. Yeah, it is. It's more like old Vegas, but this hotel ain't got no pool, but we got $3 blackjack. Pay you three to two. All right. That's a deal, sir. we, We played a, uh, a circuit event there one year. And in Reno, and it was just like the the whole room is filled with the oldest, scuzziest poker players you've ever seen. You know, like missing teeth poker players. And it's just like people who who probably were on the street begging for money to get enough to buy in. I kind of liked it. it, it, it it's your kind, your kind of people. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Helped that I made a pretty good run in it. <laughs> Uh, well, if you need some money to go to Reno on, TGS Insurance can save you enough money that you could probably take a trip to Reno. I know I saved $1,000 a year on my homeowner's insurance. I bet I could get to Reno for $1,000, and then I could have some money to play $3 blackjack. Uh, how about that, Bubba? And, guys, if you want to save money on your homeowner's insurance, TGS makes it super, super easy. All it takes is a text message. You text the word money. To 232323, they're going to text you back and say, what's your address? You reply back with that. Within 15 seconds, you're going to have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox. And if you like it, great. Compare it to your old policy. See what you could save. If you don't like it, no harm. Throw it away. Uh, it, you don't have to do anything, and that you're, it's all over. So, uh, guys, there's no obligation, and you can only help yourself out here. And if you can't, again, there's no, there's no, no worries there. They'll take care of the back end for you. Get out of your old policy. Start you saving money right away. Text the word money to twenty three twenty three twenty three. Start saving today with TGS. Hey! 